Hello, everybody. I'm Mr. Todd, and I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of Stories and Solutions. This is my new podcast. I'm right here, and I would like you to relax and just listen to some insight of solutions and areas and some stories about some things that I assist in regularly in my uh, life consulting and uh, behavior modification. So some of them are funny, some are serious, um, and these are stories that go from the past two decades that I've been working in uh, special ed and, like I said, life co- life consulting, job coaching, and um, I've spoken thousands of at-risk youth over this time and young adults, and my hope has always been to be a motivating factor and an educator, so which I've been, and um, I thought that this would be a good tool and not something to shove down your throat, like kind of approach. So the best part is that it's really sincere and it's free. So if you listen to the wide range of talk, I guess, that I have, it's um, ranging from children and their minds and how they deal with outside influences that control behavior. I talk about bullying, anxiety, social anxiety, sex, love. Depression, suicide, um, anger management, finding oneself. Then I also have some other stuff like UFOs, music, relationships, family. There's really not much of a topic I won't cover unless I just have no idea about it. And although if I have a really good uh, guest, I'd love to learn. So I want to make sure I give solutions to people. And their personal choices from employment to travel, uh, automotive, I'm licensed in, uh, diet, love, and life. And finally, I have kind of a weird model, but for the most part, it's like, you know, if you have direction and drive and consistency, make sure you have follow through, you can get there. You have to have patience, though. And I have this philosophy that. If I have a solution or if you have a solution, whether you charge for it or not, you know, why keep stress in somebody's life when you're there, you know, to help them? And I want to surround myself in a community of mentally healthy people and strong people, viable people. So we all thrive. And, you know, kind of like why take 10 days to tell you what I can tell you in one day. So another model I have is if someone can humble themselves to ask for help, shouldn't you humble yourself to help them through it or guide them, at least to the road that's to it? And that's kind of where I go. So I'm going to take a quick break and uh, hopefully you stay with me. All right, this week's episode is sponsored by Tech Tees. Tatis Clothing, Conversation Clothing for the Intellect. Go to Tatis at tatis.com, T-A-T-T hyphen T-E-E shirts.com. And you can catch that Instagram at Tatis. That's T-A-T-T underscore T-E-E shirts.
we're back here on Stories and Solutions, and I thought I would discuss the way a person's perspective is from the womb all the way and uh, surroundings that are around them and how depression can be kind of embedded in you and you not even know it unless you have some kind of recognition of the problem. So, for example, I come from the Bronx, New York City, and it was kind of commonplace in the building that I lived in um, that you hear yelling and screaming. And if you really think about it, you know, when you live in a place that's the projects and there's not a lot of hope there, and uh, most of the time there's single, you know, parents, and uh, it's just a depressing area. So, therefore, how often do you see people singing and dancing in that, you know, in that environment? And uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because my parents, they fought. And my dad, he left when I was about five, as far as I can remember. And I can look back and I can see that if you take a kid who's in the womb and it hears, he or she uh, hears the fighting and the arguing constantly, then the mother is tense or depressed or has anxiety or all above. Then that energy, it's going to transfer to the child. So there's a high percentage that that child will duplicate the behavior. It's not rocket science, right? So because, you know, the feeling of the energy, now that person later on is where they discover themselves when you fall in love, for example. So they learn, they'll learn about their feelings, but they'll also learn this unfamiliarity that brings this craving for that familiarity that is where that um, unproductive behavior kind of tries to find its way back in, just like an alcoholic. Um, they can be sober and then they stress out and their brain is trained to go back to what that was. So the analogy, analogy, sorry, the analogy that I use is a bully in the womb. And I was always told that as a child, I was melancholy and I am kind of stoic, um, but that's the type of person I was always, you know, kind of like described as from my family and other people. So I know I'm reserved, but I thought maybe that, you know, that stems from my childhood and I kind of would bet on it. So to give a solution to someone, I would say if you may have felt or you feel this way about your past or your 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 childhood that you just kind of feel like there's something not right. It's you, you tend to hear in this culture anyway, that you should just let it go, move on. But I have a different philosophy and maybe that's why I have this podcast because I really am not, or I have not met many people like me, uh, without being ridiculed. Um, but my philosophy is more like, if you think about it this way, instead of uh, saying move on, forget it, the earth is in a, in a circular, as what they want you to believe, you're, you're, you're moving uh, in circles, right? And you have another trip around every year you, you, you live. You have another trip around the earth. Well, I always feel like if you run from a problem because you're going forget it, it's not there, it's not there it will catch up to you because you're going in circles and it doesn't have to be your past that catches up to you. It could be a circumstance that is going to trigger that past because you denied it. And I think 
when you acknowledge something versus pushing it away, um, it's more productive because it shows you're aware of your possible triggers and you're more proactive. You take you take a a lead, and and, and it kind of shows that you value your time, your life. So you're saying, you know, I know that X Y Z, you know, um, for me example, uh, me for example, uh, sorry is more like a backfiring from a, a, a motorcycle, a car, mimics the sound of a gunshot. Um, well, I'm aware of that. So then I don't go out on 4th of July very much, kind of like dogs. Um, does that make me weak? No, I think it makes me strong because I know that's just something I don't really like. Um, that's that. So, um you know, there's other things you can do. And like, for example, I have headphones with me most of the time. Um, when I have certain triggers, I, I turn on my music. Sometimes, like tonight, I was writing. Um, I went to see my sister because it's her birthday. And I'd like to actually dedicate this for a show, October 22nd, um, to her. And I picked because she would have been 55 today. She passed away when she was 37 from diabetes. And uh, it's always a hard time, but I tried to, like I said, I tr I know that that's there, but I tried to tell myself, replace it with a good thing, and she, it's a blessing that I'm still here, right? So, you know, sometimes you need to talk to someone, and this is also a way that helps because, I don't know, maybe one person is listening to me, but, uh, you know, you can give me a call, and uh, I'm more than happy to help you. But I can give you some more suggestions like uh, walking, writing. If it gives you an outlet to express, you know, that feeling, maybe understand yourself, then you don't have to remain, you know, that way. It isn't a quick fix, though. Uh, nothing worth keeping is, right? So I'd like to um, thank you for listening to this first short episode of Stories and Solutions. And uh, I am Mr. Todd. I wish you a pleasant evening, and until next time.